today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. With the rise out of third place for the NDP, both the PC Party and the uh, PC Party and the Liberals have turned their attention to Horvath and her party. Uh, why was she not targeted prior to all of this? Let's listen to both uh, Premier Wynne and uh, Andrea Horvath when some are talking about a coalition government. Here's the Premier. I can't tell you what the uh, what the end result of the election is going to be. All I know is that we're on day five and we're going to keep working as hard as we can in every riding across this province to bring that plan forward and to connect with people uh, across Ontario. Here's what Andrea Horvath had to say about a coalition. You know, people have told me that they are tired of Kathleen Wynne and the Liberals. People have told me that they have no confidence, no confidence whatsoever, that Kathleen Wynne and the Liberals are going to do what they say or fix what they've broken. And so, yes, I am unequivocally saying I have no interest in partnering up with that party. All right. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's bring in Jason Roy, Ph.D., Associate Professor, Department of Political Science, Director, Laurier Institute for the Study of Public Opinion and Policy, Wilford Laurier University. Jason is on the line with us now. Jason, thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. No problem. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. So what's changed here in the last little while? Uh, many said that they didn't really, or Andrea Horvath wasn't resonating. What's changed now? Well, I, I mean, I, I think in, in my in my view, it's that first uh, leaders debate. We actually see something uh, different, perhaps, from the NDP, from Horvath, who is attracting some voters, some interest, some attention. Uh, we also have a series of polls that came out just just following that first debate, um, uh, and we start to see some momentum on the side of the NDP uh, that some are suggesting could could lead into a, a potential second place, or in fact, is currently in a second place position, uh, albeit still quite a ways behind the PC. So uh, the debate started things off. Is this about Andrea Horvath gaining momentum, or is this about Kathleen Wynne losing it? Yeah, you know, it, it, it's an interesting election in the sense that I, I, I suspect there's a great number of people that are voting uh, not necessarily for a party, but rather to block a different party. Uh, and that could go in either, either of two directions. Uh, I think what the NDP is trying to do is set themselves up as a natural alternative um, to those who, uh, for whatever reason, are just simply opposed to a PC government led under Ford or led by Ford. Uh, and perhaps they're in, in some ways trying to cash in on some of the discontent towards, uh, you know, the 15 years of, of provincial liberal government uh, and the, the largely uh, low popularity of, of win. If voters don't like the Liberals, what are the NDP offering them that is more attractive? A new poll out saying 7 in 10 Ontarians think the carbon taxes are just a tax grab. If people are tired of Wynne taking the Liberals too far to the left, why would they choose Andrea Horvath? You know, in a sense, you might have had that at the beginning of your question. It may just be that it's not Wynne. Uh, and, that, and that could be it could be something as simple as that. Um, you know, the, the NDP has, you know, has their platform out. They're coming forward with, with what they can do. Uh, they're also, as we saw repeatedly in that first debate, trying to offer a, a positive message. It's, it's, it's not that you have to choose between, as, as I'm, I'm paraphrasing this, but between bad and worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a third party option that is viable. That's one big thing is convincing voters that they are a viable party to form a government. Uh, and it's, it has more hope. It's a, it's a party offering policies and uh, platform that is based on trying to help everyone in Ontario. Uh, has the Liberal Party planned to, to take their party to the left and pretty much cut the NDP off at the pass? Has that worked for the Liberals? 
It seems that we now live in a world of extremes where it's it's the edges that are getting more attention than the middle. Was it worth their party to go more left and 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 uh, leave the middle behind per se? Yeah, I, I don't that I completely agree that they have left the middle behind. Uh, I mean, typically in Ontario and, and elsewhere in Canada, it's that middle voter, uh, the, the people that fit right in the middle of that spectrum, that tend to be the largest group. Um, the, the question is, is can you go over into the other territories, be it to the left or the right of that center group, uh, without losing that majority of people in the center? Uh, and part of that is, is a calculation based on how far off are these other parties. So, for example, you think the PCs are quite a ways off center towards the right, um, you know, smaller government, less taxes, et cetera, uh, then maybe that gives the Liberals some room to, to move further to the left to try to challenge the NDP directly. Um, However, I suppose ultimately you run this this um, you know this, this potential danger that you end up splitting the vote because, as you suggested, there may be some difficulties identifying the differences between what the NDP are offering and what the Liberals are offering in this election. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to three on AM nine hundred CHML.